Hey, welcome back to Easy Money Fantasy. We are your hosts, Slum and Romeo. Today, we're just going to go over some of the overperformers of the league, some of the underperformers, and who the hot waiver wire pickups are to try and help you guys out with the pickups. And I think at the end, we're going to round it off with some bets. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Quite a lot in store. Do you have a bet for tomorrow? Yeah, I'll have one by then. Yeah, I got, I got a good one, too. I think. Um, so, yeah, the overperformers are definitely uh, CJ McCollum is one we got to talk about. He's ranked number two in Yahoo. Um, he's been putting up, like, insane numbers. He dropped nine threes, 44 points, eight assists, and a steal two games ago. And then last game, he put up three threes, 20 points, 11 assists, and three steals. Yeah, what do you think of this guy? Is this sustainable? Definitely not sustainable. He's, his numbers are just honestly kind of crazy. Um, I actually had the pleasure of facing him on the week where he dropped nine threes. <laughs> I almost had to cry, but thank God I pulled through. Um, but no, I, I don't think these numbers are sustainable. Um, the assist will be okay. I think it'll be average, like hovering around five. Definitely not going to be above that. Uh, points will probably be hovering closer to 20 he's currently at. Um, but I think three threes is something that he can maintain. And the steals definitely will go back down to like zero or, or like less than one. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think he's overperforming. What about you? Yeah, I think he can maintain at least one steal. Um, but the assessor is the main thing I'm looking at. And there's no way he's going to be putting up 11 assists, eight assists. That's completely unusual from him. I think he averages around four or five usually. And, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. If you can sell high on him for uh, a top two-round guy, I'd do it for sure. But yeah, for now, just ride it out and don't ex- don't expect it for the rest of the season for sure. Yeah, I think he'll end up being, like, a fifth-rounder for sure, like a solid fifth-round guy, number two mm-hmm. option. Um, points threes. So points threes, basically. Some assists. Chipping, yeah. Yeah, I think someone else that's overperforming, uh, who's actually been a waiver pickup, is Darius Garland. I think he was on our waiver wire anyways, and he got rostered, and he's been balling out recently. Uh, definitely I'm super sad. Super sad I missed out on him. Um, yeah, I think he's definitely not going to keep up these kind of numbers. I mean, he's got to fall off a bit. The steals are crazy. He's averaging almost two steals a game. I think the assists are meant like he can maintain these assists. You think he's gonna maintain these assists? I don't. I think that's actually gonna drop. I think that and the steals are gonna fall off. Yeah, it might come down. He, I think he's their main playmaker now, though. But yeah, it might come down to like around six, average out to six. The assists. So yeah, the twelve assist game kind of boosts up his his average right now. But yeah, um, I remember he was a name last year that I was really interested in. That I completely forgot about him this draft. But, yeah, he's looking good. He's definitely a hold, but don't expect these kind of crazy numbers, I'd say. Yeah, I think there's Garland is my sell high for sure right now. I'm sure you can sell him off for something good. These numbers don't really look sustainable. Um, I think the assists are definitely going to drop off, and I think the deals will drop off. The 
threes will I feel like they'll probably also drop off to be honest. The points will probably stay there on bad percentages. Um I wouldn't expect him to hit fifty four percent the rest of the season. Yeah, the percentage's way too high. I'd kind of ride it out, I think, rather than I mean if you can get something decent, but I'll probably ride it out and see what this guy's capable yeah. of for the year. It's just too much. Like last season he was shooting forty percent from the field. He only is averaging twelve points and like four assists and not even a steal. So like these numbers are definitely gonna fall off. I think obviously ride it if you can't sell him, but I think he's one of my sell high candidates for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you can rob like a Covington or something off someone. Yeah. Just some mid round guy. Um, I'd be pretty happy with that. I don't think these numbers are sustainable for sure. Another overperforming is Hayward. I think we agree. Yeah, Hayward. I mean, of course, his numbers are going to be a lot higher than last year. The assists are really high and the steals. He's just the number one option right now on the team, and his usage is just kind of ridiculous. I think he, mm-hmm. But I, I watch him play. He's playing really well. He takes a lot of jumpers, so I think some nights I can see him not making those shots and definitely brings his total as uh, points down. But I think he'll be solid across the board. Uh, I think the big standout is the assists. Like he's averaging seven assists every single game so far. And I I don't know if that's sustainable. I think it's gonna come back down to earth. I think it's gonna be like covering around four ish. Yeah, I think this has come down a bit for sure. He's not gonna be like the tenth rate rank guy all year. The steals and assists come down. And uh the maybe the percent a bit too. He's another guy I'd like I'd it'd sell high for sure, if not ride it out. Yeah, I, I don't think you have to sell him right now. I think He'll be good for the whole. I will just hold him for the whole season. He like him dropping off is. He'll still be the number one option. Um, I think he'll still produce. I wouldn't try and sell him personally if I had him on my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing is, I'm always scared of Gordon Hayward's injuries. But you know, he played through a fractured pinky finger, so you know, <laughs> that's one step in the right direction. He's definitely a hold, but he's definitely overperforming. So you know, I think he's just sick of getting hurt and he's like I'm playing through this little fracture here yeah some of our guys that are underperforming uh, we got Paul George uh, he's just been playing pretty bad uh, and I don't think he stays this bad I hope yeah I agree he's definitely not going to stay bad just hang on probably drop him in the second round there's, there's no need to panic I think for all of these are underperforming guys just there's absolutely no need to panic for any of them do not drop anyone don't sell low yet it's only been the first week of fantasy so you know expect some bumps in the road conditioning team chemistry type of stuff so but yeah paul george i think definitely underperforming even without Kawhi, which i was surprised about i think i'm blown up by 50. <laughs> i think maybe he needs Kawhi to take some pressure off him I I, th- yeah. I really thought he was gonna come back like ball and ball out after his last year's playoffs, but I don't know. It looks like last year's playoff. Ah, uh, well, not that bad, but he is hitting a lot of threes. That's that's the only thing that sticking out. But he'll maintain the threes. He just needs to get his scoring back, some steals back. I think he'll come back. But yeah, no need to worry if you have Paul George. I think another underperformer, a big one, is Kelly Oubre. He has been struggling badly. He he finally hit his first three after three games tonight. So nice. No, sorry, fourth game. This is his fourth game. He finally hit one three. He's been shooting twenty percent oh. under the last three games. 
His shooting has been terrible. Holy. It's probably just an adjustment period, and he'll come around for sure on a new team. I think Draymond Green will definitely help him, too. Yeah, for sure. I think Draymond Green coming back will help. It's, I think with him right now, it's just like a mental thing. I don't even think yeah. it's, it's like he needs help. It's just, dude, he went 0 for 17 in threes. Yeah. And he, and those like 10%, 18% that you're seeing aren't even like just low attempts. It's like, he's taking like 15 shots, 16 shots. It's a good sign that he's taking his shots still. Yeah, but, for sure. And the defensive stats are still there, so. Uh, definitely a hole. There's you're not gonna get any value. Uh, yeah, that's a guy you just sit on and hope he turns it around. Yeah, I think he will. He's somebody that he will. Another guy is just like another version of him that's struggling is Covington. Um, he's in, kind of doing the same thing. He's just shooting terribly, and he's also on a new team. So I think oh, it's hopefully an adjustment period for him too. Uh, he has the same one three over three games. And yeah, he's still putting up his defensive stats, but the points and threes are just not there at all. So. Yeah, I think for Covington, he's, he's definitely going through an adjustment period with his team. I'm surprised he got the power forward center uh, eligibility this season. I wonder what's up with that, but. Yeah, I don't get the center thing. Yeah, it should be small forward, but. I would not consider him a center. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, I think he'll come back. You already kind of know what you're getting with Robert Covington. Just you're going to get these crap numbers for like four nights and then bam, one night he's going to drop like 40 on somebody. Yeah, he's a hold for sure. He's definitely a hold. Yeah, his defense is still there. So there's absolutely nothing to worry about for him. You pretty much drafted him for the defensive stats. Yeah. Um, I just hope he doesn't go off this week. So let's pray for next week. <laughs> hey, Hopefully the pop, there. starts popping off. Yeah, the minutes are crazy. 38 minutes a game the last two games. So that's a good sign as well. It's definitely a good sign. There's like no competition for minutes within there. Even though they're pretty loaded. Surprised he's not getting like less minutes. The crappy way he's playing. I think they just need him for the D. Uh, for pickups, guys that you want to be scooping off the waiver wire right now. Uh, we'll start with uh, Dort. I've actually never heard of this guy until this year. Well, really? Um, Last season you didn't hear him in the bubble? No, I didn't hear anything about this guy at all. What? Um, yeah. He, he's from Canada. Yeah, I should have known, but... Um, yeah, he's been up 34%. Uh, if he's still on your way wide, I'd probably be jumping there to get him and see if he can keep this up. I mean, there's no competition for minutes for him there. Uh, he's averaging... Ooh, he's Okay, so the field goal percent probably isn't going to stay at 60. But, uh, yeah, I'd be trying to scoop him for sure, putting up these numbers just to see what he can do for for sure over season long. Yeah, so... First off, his name is Lugues <laughs> Dort. Or from Mon- it's a Montreal name. Yeah, I, I think he's worth a pickup. I don't think he's going to be... I, I don't think he's a must-add right now. Like He's great to have as an end of your bench, but... Last season in the bubble, his threes were just like his shooting stroke was garbage. Like he couldn't shoot at all. I don't really think it changed over the past mm-hmm. what, couple of months. So I'm like super surprised that he's coming out hot, but I don't really think that's going to hold. I think he's going to have games where he's just completely invisible okay. on the offensive end. 
So those three points, I think, are not reliable. Uh, the defensive stats are, though, like the steals and the blocks. I think right now he's just super hot. If you have him, I would try and sell him to somebody. But like you said, he does have no competition for minutes. It's just his offense was so bad last season. I really don't <laughs> see him sustaining this. I think in preseason, he even came up with a couple yeah. of Musa games. So I wouldn't be surprised if the next game he comes out with like two points, like two rebounds and like three steals. No, nah, this is not sustainable yeah. for sure. You, you, he's going to completely fall off. Try and sell him if possible to somebody. Um, but he's like, I wouldn't mind holding him at the end of my bench. He's, but he's definitely not mm-hmm. going to sustain this at mm-hmm. all. Another waiver wire addition who's been pretty hot is Kyle Anderson. My boy. Slow mo. That's your boy. Yeah. Like, honestly, I was really surprised you didn't pick him up. So I'm going to just pass him on to you right now. And I'm just super disappointed in myself for not picking him up. Uh, I was waiting because I was trying to win the week. And I figured maybe I can get away because. I don't know. I don't think a lot of people are high on him in our league, but yeah, so I just missed mm-hmm. him by a day. And then, uh, yeah, he got scooped up. Uh, he's been putting up great numbers. Usually he's just like a defensive guy that you grab, and he's like one three, one block, one steal. But he's been putting up huge, huge numbers. Uh, it's going to depend on when JJJ comes back on how uh, how long he'll stay hot like this because I think when JJJ comes uh Jared Jackson Jr. comes back he's gonna completely fall off but yeah I'd ride this wave out and see if you can get something for him at this point completely agree um you don't don't be too bummed out you didn't get him I think he's gonna be hot now until Jared Jackson comes back and then he's probably gonna fall off and just be on the waiver wire <laughs> bouncing between uh the one thing that's kind of surprising for me is that he is playing a lot of minutes and he's scoring, but he kind of like flipped his role. He gets like no defensive yeah. stats anymore. He's like double doubling. I don't think it'll stay that way. So don't be too bummed that you didn't get him. He he's gonna be bouncing back and yeah. forth on the wave wire for sure. Um, another big one is Josh Jackson. If he hasn't been picked up, I'd probably be going to pick him up just because he's most likely in line in a lot of minutes on Detroit uh, right now. I think they're trying to figure out roles for everyone and you could definitely get a starting role in this Detroit team this year um, and yeah he's like a he's another guy that can get a, a steal a block for you a game and a three yeah I think Josh Jackson's one of the must add guys um, I can see him being on a roster at the end of your bench for the rest of your season uh, I think the shooting will be streaky offensively like I think Detroit kind of sucks they, they need offense somewhere um, I think Josh Jackson fills that role, but he may he will probably have bad percentages. Yeah, I wouldn't trust the free throws. But yeah, I think this yeah, the, the stakes are definitely gonna be there. And yeah, he's definitely a good good glue guy. Especially with freaking Blake Griffin coming <laughs> in and out all the time. He's yeah. I think he's already injured, right? He got concussion yeah. protocol or something. Yeah, there it is. I told you he's he's always hurt, but he Yeah, I think Josh Jackson will be getting a lot of minutes just because of that. Um seems to be playing his role pretty well and his the minutes are there, so I think he's probably my must-add. Got to yeah. have him on your bench. Unfortunately, I didn't get him. Keldon Johnson. So you picked him up. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I, I completely jumped on the bandwagon. Um, not going to take any credit. I did I did watch the game, and it had a good stat line, but I didn't realize that he did well in the bubble. Um, I was thinking of picking him up, and like I was kind of on defense about it. And then when I read about his bubble stats, I was like, "All right, I gotta grab this guy." Um, before it's too late, 
And I think I think he'll honestly be um, like a mid roundish oh, guy. So you think it's sustainable? Yeah. So, yeah. Six seven. Yes, I think he's he's the most sustainable one on about on our list right now for pickups, uh, just because he's gonna get twenty five plus minutes a game. When Dirk White returns, I think he's gonna knock Lonnie Walker out of that mm-hmm. lineup, and it's not gonna really affect Kelton Johnson. Yeah, and just look, watching him play, he looks pretty good out there. So he's a must add if you got like someone at the end of the bench. You're saying, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I definitely think he's gonna be like a mid round guy. I, the points are gonna be sustainable. The rebounds probably gonna be around like seven six, and I think he'll be good for a steal yeah, a game. I don't really see why mm-hmm. that would fall off. And I did, I, I read it, but apparently he didn't play any preseason games. And then uh, Greg Popovich still that, put that, him in really on surprising. the first game. So I, I don't know. I've never really heard of someone missing all preseason and just kind of getting inserted. And he gets 32 yeah, minutes off the bat. So it's kind of scary, but uh, we'll see if he can maintain it. I think he's also another must add if he's still floating on your waiver wire. Nas Reed is an interesting one. Um, so Towns is out, and Nas Reed is next in line in the center. Yeah, if you need a big, he can fill that spot temporarily, I think, for the next four to five weeks. But he's definitely not a must-add if you are dropping someone that is worthwhile. Yeah, he's going to be purely backed up until Cat comes back. And yeah, I, it might be too early to say, but I think my prediction about <laughs> Cat was right. <laughs> when, I, when I put him so low in your... <laughs> You're saying the this was unlucky. Was unlucky. Third game. unlucky. <laughs> like, I'll give you that he was balling out prior, but damn, week to week, this will get a risk. <laughs> it's very worrisome. I'm glad I'm not a towns owner in this uh, this league, the main league we got. Yeah, and hopefully it's not like a reoccurring thing. Like I don't know how dislocated risks work. Like is it like your shoulder where it just keeps popping out and then? He's out for another week. It kind of sounds like it will be for in Towns' case. The same risk that he had problems with last year. So that's also pretty concerning. Yeah. I think it was bad luck, though. How about Alfred Payton? What do you I think agree. of that guy? He's one of those guys that you pick up while he's hot. While he's hot. Um, definitely worth it if you need assists. But if you don't need assists oh, and steals, yeah. then he's going to be one of those guys that kind of bounces back and yeah. forth on the waiver wire. People will have him for a little bit. He'll do well. Plus, he's on the Knicks. Just drop him when you don't need him. Yeah, but well, he's on the Knicks. It's such a weird yeah. team. And Alfred Payton is such a weird guy. Yeah, the rotation just kind of messed up there. Like It's kind of always messed up. There's like three guys competing, but no one's better than the <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah, basically. And... Playing the hot hand. He's, he's a streamer. Yeah, he's definitely a streamer. Like, he's the definition of yeah, streamer. I wouldn't right be here. running to it for him. He's serviceable. What do you think of Norman Powell? I think lots of people drafted Norman Powell. I think he's ended up on a lot of waiver wires. What's what's wrong with him and what's wrong with the Raptors? Uh, the Raptors, they've lost too many pieces, I think. Uh, Serge, I think he's a really good locker room guy for them. So, And then the way Siakam like, left today, I don't know. It, it looks a little messy right now without uh, their big men. But uh, hopefully they come around with these games but yeah they don't look too good right now uh norman powell i think he's just having a bit of a rough start uh if you see someone like i don't know like um who would i draw i'd see i'd repl- if i saw josh jackson on the waiver wire i'd be willing to drop powell for him 
or even like Keldon Johnson or even Derek Anderson. But I don't know if you. I don't know. Powell Anderson. I don't know if Powell's going to be good this year. Yeah. You can sit on him if you like. Can if you're not doing too bad yet, but you're not too concerned. But if there's someone good, I wouldn't hesitate to drop. If he's like my the worst guy on my team, I'd I'd drop him in a heartbeat for some of these guys that are available. Yeah, I think Norman Powell's been a big disappointment for a lot of people. Just not looking good out there. Like his minutes are dwindling. He's getting less and less minutes as the games go on. He's not making shots, and I just I just think that there's just so many guys playing for minutes on the Raptors, especially like the guard forward area positions, that he's just going to get kind of like drowned out until either Kyle Lowry or Fred Van Vliet get yeah. injured. Basically, yeah, he's not, he's not even getting minutes right now. So Yeah, I think Powell's a must. You have to just drop him right at this point if he's just a hot wave wire guy, like you said. He's not worth holding on to at this point, and I'd leave him there until he strings like two or three solid games like solid games, not just you know mm-hmm. serviceable. I, um, but yeah, he's I agree. Fell off, and uh, let me get to the Raptors. I don't know what the hell's going on with the Raptors. We're th- zero and three start the season. <laughs> we we lost Ibaka and Marcus O, and I guess I didn't know how big of a loss they were like defensively until today, when Joel Embiid came in and just completely dominated us because we couldn't stop him at all. It's kind of how it used to be in the old Raptors days, too, when we had Valachunas. Like, guys like Cousins would just yeah, come but... in and eat our crackers. Yeah, it's just, oh my god. But not only that, but Siakam is just not looking like a like, like our first option. He just can't be yeah. it. Do you think he can? It's not impossible, but I think he's mm-hmm. far from it right now. It's not looking too good. I'll tell you that. Yeah, our team's not looking good. He just can't make his own shot, which is a big problem. He... He has a spin move, which is really great, but that's yeah. kind of it. And we lost the two pretty like San Antonio and New Orleans should have been like I would think Raptors would beat those guys. And you know we got a game coming up against New York Knicks. If we lose that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh man, we, we we just lost our defensive identity. We look like ass on defense, and then offensively, it's like we don't click at the right times together. It's just. It just looks bad. I don't know. We we have two great point guards, and that's it. No one else is really yeah. stepping up. OG is like, is like all defense. Can't create his own shots. Siakam has like one freaking washing machine <laughs> spin move, and that's it. He keeps using. Yeah. And then we just have no big. Like, our yeah. bigs are ass. Oh. Aaron Bates, Alex Boucher, and these terrible. guys. Her- Alex Lennon is terrible. Oh, my God. I'm gonna say it right now. If we lose to New York Knicks, cancel the season. I think yeah. we need to just tank. No, no, we need to just tank. Yeah, we need to tank. We need to tank yeah. for a pick. This is. Do we even have a pick this season? We better have a pick. This I season. hope so. I would assume so. And and then when we tank, we can blame it because we moved to Tampa Bay. These are technically the Tampa Bay Raptors losing. This is these are not our Toronto Raptors. I don't <laughs> remember the Toronto Raptors look like this. <laughs> this is uh. Yeah, I'm like super depressed over our losing, but uh, yeah, let's let's move on to the next person before I yeah, to get more mad and angry and set. Yeah, um, so another one, uh, Kevin Herter, who I actually picked up (laughs) uh, yesterday. Um, he didn't have the greatest game yesterday, 
And even going into the season, I didn't really believe in him too much just because of how full that team is, like with bog damage yeah. and stuff. But he put up a couple pretty good name uh, games together, so I decided to take a shot on him. I don't know. I wouldn't be running to the 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 waiver wire right now to get him, but I'd definitely keep an eye on him. Yeah, I think I agree with that one. You just see how he does. It's just a big-ass logjam in Atlanta right now. In all positions, they're so, they're so loaded yeah. everywhere. They just need to start winning. They They haven't lost the game yet. Have they? I'm, I mean, oh, like, have a winning oh. season. Like, this is like their season to win. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, not, not say, like game yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, I meant like they just need to win consistently through the whole season and make the playoffs. Like, they have a really loaded yeah. team, like, everywhere. Probably one of the most stacked teams, like, from starters to bench. Yeah. In the East. Probably yeah, the whole like, NBA. A, a lot of their bench guys could be starters on a lot of teams. Yeah, but I think they're just so yeah. young. That's the problem. Um, but yeah, like I think I agree with Kevin Warder there <laughs> for sure. Um, and another guy who kind of just popped off yesterday was Gary Trent <laughs> Jr. I don't. That one I don't trust at all. Um, uh, I wouldn't be running to get yeah. him. I mean, he had one. He got twenty-eight points, and that's about it. Seven threes, but uh, yeah, I'd probably leave that guy in the wire. So I see more from him. For sure. I think he's like a streamer. Three like, three point streamer. Like I'd go for Tyus Jones before I'd take him. Just for the next four or five weeks without um John Morant. Tyus Jones looks in line for like some yeah, good games. I agree. I think yeah, Gary Trent's just like a streamer for your threes and steals. Um kind of same situation as Porter. Big log jam. Uh, he popped off, but he'll get one of those games and then he'll get like eight yeah, really crappy exactly. games. Yeah, but so actually, let's go back to Tyus Jones. Do you think he's worth a pickup right now, even if it's uh, temporary? Yeah, if you a point guard, I would scoop him for sure, temporarily, to help you with the next four or five weeks. Yeah, I I think he's not a must add though. I think he's like if you really need your help, if you, you need like a third, four string yeah. point guard, you grab him. I I just don't see him putting out like, even if he gets thirty minutes, I don't think yeah, he's, he's not a long term guy for sure, but. He'll definitely help you over the next. Oh, even, even the next if, couple of weeks. Yeah, even for the next couple of weeks, if you really need like assists and like the point guard stats, I would grab him. But shit, like he, he doesn't look yeah. that great. Like he's not a must add. Like some guys, you just have to pick up if someone gets injured, right? But yeah, dude, he played thirty five minutes <laughs> last game. He had nine points, five rebounds, four assists, and two steals. Like he'll be good for assists and steals, but I don't see any yeah. other stat he's gonna get. Um. It, it's interesting. Uh, Anthony Melton is interesting. Uh, he has COVID right now, but he might have a bigger role than Tyus Jones. So that's someone to keep an eye on uh, when he comes back. That is true. Yeah, I think... Let's see how Melton looks. But I think Melton may be the better add than Tyus Jones. I've just seen so many years of Tyus Jones being someone's backup. Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't, doesn't do well even when he gets the starting yeah. minutes. I think he's like serviceable if you need assists usually, but another player, George Hill, he's kind of like being in that role. Um, I think right now he's starting uh, in Golden, uh, sorry, Oklahoma City, and he's looking pretty solid. Yeah, uh, George Hill, yeah, he's definitely someone that uh, would I pick him up? Yeah, I'd probably. He, I wouldn't be running for him. Uh, I've had George Hill over the past few years a couple times, and he, he gets hurt a lot. And I don't know, he's kind of just playing the veteran role over there. So 
I don't think he's a hold for the season long, but he's definitely someone to like take a chance on if you have a struggling guy on your team right now. Yeah. I think for him, he's somebody you can walk to the wire for. And oh, he got hurt already. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, he just yeah. got hurt already. I think they're just trying to shop him. I think they just want him to look good, and then they're going to shop him. He's only playing 25 minutes a game. He's clearly a vet. Um, but yeah, if you need a guy to enter your bench, sure. But if you see someone hot, I would definitely drop him yeah. right uh, away. It's not um, crazy. I guess another bench player, Shake Milton. Hmm. I think he was supposed to be the Lou Williams of the team. Uh, that's what everyone was kind of saying, especially with Doc being there. But he just hasn't really lived up to it, to be honest. He, he, he's a scorer and kind of nothing else, really. Scoring and some steals, but that's pretty much it. And he needs to get really hot for, in order for him to kind of even get points. Like he's, Some games he just really Yeah, I'm not struggles. sure about him at all. Um, uh, they got... Seth Curry and Danny Green and stuff, so yeah, I wouldn't be chasing him either. I'm not too excited about him. Yeah, I um, he kind of got he got hot in the first game, and I ran to it, and I was like, all right, I think I got a good. Actually, no, I picked him. I drafted him with yeah. my last pick. Super happy about his first game, but then his game got worse and worse, and so his minutes. Yeah, I think he's more like a streamer. He's going to be someone that you that comes in and out of your lineup, so prepare to drop him. I just don't know for who. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And then I think another hot waiver wire pickup was Patrick Williams, the rookie on Chicago. I did manage to snag him, too. He looked really good in the first game, but that was kind of it. Kind of fell off after that. <laughs> um, the only encouraging thing is that he is getting decent minutes for a rookie. Um, and his blocks are there. So he's getting quite a bit of blocks. Yeah. Uh... And he, I mean, he, he just, he looks like when I watch him play, he looks NBA ready. Like his body looks great for the NBA. You know, doesn't look like a scrub, but I don't know. Like he's just not really putting it together yeah, right now. I feel like that might be the case for the all all year, like ups and downs for sure. Especially because he's a rookie. Um, hopefully the blocks stay. But, uh, yeah, he's another guy I wouldn't mind parting with it for uh, if he's, like, an end-of-the-bench guy and you got Josh Jackson or Kyle Anderson. I, I feel like I would I would hold Patrick Williams over Kyle Anderson. I feel like Kyle Anderson, when Jerry True. Jackson comes back, he's going to have no like yeah. a super reduced role. And I think Patrick Williams, he can – he can start getting more minutes. I think right now it's really early. I think he's worth a hold, in my opinion. Like, I would just hang on to him for another yeah, two might weeks. Really... And if he's really yeah. still shit after. Yeah, he'll definitely him. be a pickup near the end of the year if he ends up getting. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know who's going to get the minutes. I don't know if it's Patrick Williams or Otto Porter. It's going to be a tough one, but I'm going to hang on to uh, Patrick yeah. and see how he does. Give, give him a week or two. Those blocks are just looking too nice to drop, to be honest. Like, I just love defensive stats. <laughs> Me and you both, buddy. Yeah, and he just, he just looks NBA-ready, so I'll give him an opportunity. Um, and then the last guy on our list for tonight is Kevin Love. Surprisingly, he's on the waiver wire right now. Well, what do you think of him? <laughs> you think it's surprising? And, and you can be honest. I think, 
I, I mean, I um, don't love, I don't love value. Him, but he is super injury prone. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, name value. Um, for me, if I if I have an IR spot, I'd hold him. But if I don't, I'd probably drop him as well. Uh, he's actually super owned, and yeah, he's still eighty percent. I think it's pure name value at this point, especially with Drummond there. He, he, yeah, his ADP was super high, like for him. Like I swear, in one of our leagues, he was he was a super late round pick. It's not like he, he didn't match up with his ADP. He's a, he's good for like points and uh, rebounds, but with the emergence of Sexland and Drummond. His points are only going to go down. I don't think he's going to average 20 this season. It's going to be like closer to like 15, maybe 16 points. Uh, I think he'll still get like eight rebounds and yeah, like nothing uh, else. Like no steals, no blocks, which is like <laughs> Kevin Love. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, like I'm not surprised he's on the waiver wire. I, man, I don't know. I don't know if even I'm going to touch him. Just so injury prone. Even if I had an IR spot, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him. Uh, the person in our league that dropped him had Derek White, and they chose Derek White over him, so that tells you a bit. Yeah. It could be like a six-week absence. Knowing Kevin Love, absolutely. Yeah, Larry Larry Nance. Larry Nance is a must-own. Like, if he's, if he's available, then... Pause the podcast yeah. and go pick him up right now. That's a must. Yeah, so I think those are all of our wave wires, some of the underperformers, overperformers, and hopefully it helps you in your league. Kind of give you an idea of who to keep, who you need to, who you need to pick up, and who yeah. you pretty much ignore. For our bets, uh, do you have your bet sorted out yet for tomorrow? Yeah, I actually looked at the lines. There's only two available on the yeah. On what yeah, I'm I don't using. see. Uh, so there's a rematch between Milwaukee and Heat, which should be interesting. Of the lines right now, like I, I'm kind of like in the plus six point five by Atlanta. I'm not sure if that's going to be my official pick yet, but it looks pretty good. Atlanta's been good, uh, and I can see them like at least staying Ooh. in the game, even against KD and and Irving. And they also lost Dinwiddie for the year, so yeah, definitely can see them staying within seven points. I like the spread on Atlanta for Atlanta, and I'm really? interested in what uh, the spread's gonna look like for the Milwaukee game, the rematch. Yeah, I think for that one, if the Milwaukee, if Jimmy Butler doesn't play, which I think he's doubtful for, right? He's not gonna. I'm yeah, doubt he's gonna play. If it's man, if it's. Yeah, it really depends, dude. Like, what, what would you take them at? If, assuming Jimmy Butler doesn't play, I don't think he will. I'd take the Bucks again. If it's, like, five again, I'd probably slam it for Milwaukee. Five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minus okay, five. Yeah, for sure. I think I would even take it up to... I would take it up to, like, nine. Ten is a thinker. Oh, you did? Yeah, I took it today. Nice. Yeah, mm. I don't really trust it too much, especially after the playoffs last year. But So, are we going to start... Uh, I guess oh, adding yeah. up our yeah. Pick so if you guys uh, followed me on Twitter and Reddit yesterday or today, well, you would have got uh, Golden State minus three point five, which covered quite. I wouldn't say easily because Golden State was down in the first half, but they ended up destroying Detroit. So yeah, I'm officially one and zero now on my picks of the day. I, I didn't post mine <laughs> for yesterday. <laughs> don't today. count. <laughs> they don't count. I don't post them. That's all right. I want to show you a screenshot that I've hit too. It's got to be official. Okay. 
All right, fine. So my official pick for today is going to be Brooklyn minus six and a half. Oh, I don't. So one of us is going to be wrong. Oh, really? Sure. Well, I'm not making it my official one yet. I want to see the other lines first. I got to see the what? other line. I don't really like oh, the game. I like... Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, <laughs> Instagram, and, fan- and uh, Twitter at Easy Money Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, just throw your questions wherever. DM. Uh, we're also on Reddit. So, yeah, any uh, questions about roster advice or pickups? Uh, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Yeah, happy to help anyone. Cool.